Okay. Okay, so I promised Artemis a really good dating app story. Uh-huh. And uh, Blair, I don't know if you saw this. Have you have you seen my Twitter today? Did you see any of the tweets that I made? Um, I think I did. I think I know which one you're talking about, but go ahead and tell it anyway. <laughs> All right. So I use a lot of dating apps because I'm socially anxious and also I don't really have time to like do like traditional dating of like meeting people in like bars or coffee shops or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just use a lot of dating apps like, you know, OkCupid, Tinder. I recently downloaded her and I ran into this really cute girl named, uh, let's just call her, uh, give me a name. Someone give me a name. Uh, Agatha. Uh, Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> so, so her name's Sagatha. <laughs> Great. Let's just call her Sagatha. Let's call her Sagatha. Okay. And she's really cute and I don't send her any, I don't send her a message or anything because of nerves. And it's a good thing that I don't because it turns out she's a team leader at my job at Target where I present as male 24-7. Oh, well. (laughs) Gets worse. Gets worse. I opened up her today during my lunch break and she had sent me a friend request on it. Well, (laughs) uh, well. So Um. basically I crave death. And please bring me to Silent Hill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you want to you want to get put into a bad movie? Is what you want? No, the town. The town. The town. Okay. Uh, uh, Luna's Silent Hill is full of um, uh, friend requests from uh, people. Who know it's all just life. like people that she knows. <laughs> It's the number one horror podcast made for and by trans and LGBT people, but sometimes we might have non-LGBT people on this show, but uh, today's not one of those days. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually texted Blair today and was like, hey, would you be okay if we had like someone who was cishet on the show just like to throw a bone to the straights? <laughs> gotta, we like to be inclusive here. Gotta get that representation. <laughs> Don't want to be cisphobic. Gosh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I've only had, like, trans women on my podcast, and it feels kind of good, TBH. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely understand the, uh, the, the want to do that, but I also want to share this podcast with everyone, and I really want to get, like, fucking Brooks on this show. Oh, oh my god. Can you imagine? <laughs> anyway, we have a guest. Yeah, yeah we have a guest. Uh, this is Artemis. Artemis, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Artemis. I uh, use she and they pronouns, and I'm uh, one of the co-hosts on the podcast Video Game Hell. Uh, that's a podcast run by three trans women. Uh, we do not intentionally make it so that every episode is only trans women. Uh, it's just kind of but ended just kinda, up being that just, way, because we just kind of invite yeah. our friends to be on <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's fair. and like attracts like, I guess. And um, Video Game Hell is a very good podcast. It's it's very smart. I have um I haven't been listening lately just because my backlog is so intensive. Like I have like fifty unlistened to episodes of everything to get through. Relatable but feeling. once I catch up, I'm once I catch back once I catch up, I'm going to be diving back in for those episodes. 
Mm-hmm. And it's great we have someone from a very intelligent podcast because this one is like dumb <laughs> as shit. No, this is all the time. This one is just two idiots talking for an hour. Not even an hour. We don't even get an hour on the book. I got to. I, I just listened to your podcast while I was like driving up to see my girlfriend, and it was like the best thing I could have been listening to at that time. It was great. <laughs> well, that's that's very flattering and also completely untrue, but very flattering anyway. <laughs> What kind of self-drag? <laughs> I just like to keep it real and raw, you know. Real and raw, real, and, raw and sweaty. Real <laughs> yeah. raw and sweaty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, um, Artemis, um, so what Blair and I did when we first started the show is, like, we kind of talked about our background with horror, and so we're going to kind of ask you the same question. Like, what is your background with horror? Like, where do you... What's your deal with horror? Okay, so... What do you like? What do you dislike? What's your favorite? So I was really, like, as a kid, not someone who liked horror things at all. I hated, like, Mm -hmm. watching scary movies, and I hated, like, going near roller coasters, even. (laughs) Well, to be fair, the Waynes Brothers do make very bad movies. Um... No? Okay. No. (laughs) You said scary movies, and I was like, wait, let's get it. Oh, Oh, gosh. (laughs) Well, that's a reference. I've had a beer or two, so. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I, uh, as a kid, I didn't, like, get into horror stuff at all, really. Uh, Then when I was in middle school, I started getting really edgy. Yeah, as one does. As one does. And I started reading, like, uh, I read The Ring, uh, the novel The Ring. Uh, Speaking of which, my, like, Mm -hmm. number one ship that's, like, a weird ship is uh, Sadako from The Ring, and uh, mm-hmm. Heather from Silent Hill 3. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, it's, like, they're both, like, psychic girls uh, with some with some ghost stuff going on. Uh, Heather's the one with yeah. the white vest and the orange jorts, right? Uh, she has, it's a white vest with an orange shirt under it, I'm fairly certain. Mm. And then, right, 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 and then, she, and then she has green jorts. It's a, no, it's, it's a, it's a skirt. It's a cute. Is skirt. it? Oh, that's better. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was George. Yeah, and she has uh, her hair is bleached blonde. She is not a natural blonde because she's oh. uh, Alessa, a reincarnation of Alessa. Mm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, but I got like I started getting into like those in middle school, and then in high school I actually got into. Uh, I started getting really into like horror games. And so I started playing, mm-hmm. like, Amnesia and stuff, and also I started playing the Silent Hill games, um, which I was sort of introduced through to through this thing called The Game Den, which was, like, a series of videos by this one uh, lady. She still does videos and is currently doing a Let's Play series on uh, fucking uh, Soul Reaver, which was... <laughs> another like sort of important thing to my childhood i guess i always liked creepy stuff because i was uh mainly because my dad he was like really into creepy stuff but i didn't like scary stuff Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's my that's my history with horror i love horror i think most of the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think on video game hell most of the time i am talking about uh horror games or like things related Mm -hmm. to horror yeah yeah it's pretty cool to have you know someone who like is into like horror video games rather than just like horror movies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because that's definitely the like i 
am bad at video games. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> so horror, horror games are definitely not my milieu. Like, I can stand horror movies, but, like, to be in control, like, I can't... I am not capable of moving the plot forward when I am, like, cowering in fear. See, yeah. Giving, like, the, like, power to move the story forward somehow makes things, like, better for me most of the time. I guess because if I'm, like, in a position where I can, like, physically uh, have any control... That makes me feel bit feel bit better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of sucks how like the games that were the Silent Hill games, uh, these like third person Japanese horror games, are not really a thing that like exists anymore. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's like a genre of video games that have like kind of slowly been dying out. It's like, um, it, it's just like. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this the other day because, like, I, um, I was watching a bunch of um, some a bunch of uh, SGDQ Summer Games Done Quick replays on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and um, I was realizing that like another sorry to like go completely off topic, but like another like sort of brand of video game that's just like fallen by the wayside is like the sort of open world collectible adventure game, like the Banjo Kazooies or the Jack and Daxters of the world. Yeah. Um, Which makes me sad, because I love those games. Yeah. It's also, like, I don't know. Like, most of the uh, horror stuff that's being done, like, recently is all, like, first person. Uh, trying yeah. to be amnesia. Mm-hmm. And trying to have, like... Did, you like Evil, did you like Evil Within? I did not play Evil Within. The most recent thing that I've played was... Um, uh, Alien Isolation. That I liked a lot, even though it needed to stop, like, several times <laughs> before the end yeah. of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, um, I really with, love Alien, Evil Within. So. Evil Within had some really good stuff going for it, like, a lot of really good imagery. Unfortunately, like, the entire plot is scary mental patients. Yeah. Oh, actually, wait, I lied. I was just talking earlier about how I played Oxenfree. That's a horror game that I played. Uh, recently that I was not expecting mm. to be a horror game. That's actually... Mm-hmm. In, that I really liked because that was, like, an adventure game. Uh, sure, sure. And I was expecting it to be this, like, Goonies-style thing, but it ended up being, like, super mm-hmm. fucking, like, scary. <laughs> uh, what was it called? I'll have to make a note Oxenfree. of Oxenfree. Um, it just, like, takes some really hard turns. Also, I've heard that the game Inside, which uh, I don't have enough money with this current paycheck, but I'm hoping next paycheck i'll have some extra money and also hopefully it'll maybe go on sale for like 10 percent off or something uh but that's fingers crossed nice. that's by the people who did limbo and that's coming out um yeah and, sure. or that is out and yeah it's apparently really great yeah the most recent exposure to a horror game i've had you know that one that's come out recently uh, i didn't play it because a bad at video games but i did watch a let's play of it was soma oh, which yeah. is kind of like a like sci-fi thriller horror psychological it's very i loved it a lot though <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta play that one too that one is by the people who did amnesia and they uh mm-hmm. they seem to do a good job uh people who don't do such a good job the uh chinese room is i think their studio and they did like dear mm-hmm. esther and also did amnesia machine for pigs which was like not the the bad amnesia. Yeah, that was the bad amnesia. It was really fucking. <laughs> I thought I thought I remember like dear Esther was dear Esther is the one where you're on an island, right? Yeah, it's uh, dear Esther, and you're talking. You're not talking. You're listening to some dude like talk abstractly about uh, 
the story, uh, and I was not able to follow any of it. It was bad. It looked, like, from what I've seen of it, it looks kind of interesting, but, like, if I'm going to play a game where I'm just walking and listening, like, Gone Home just, like, you can't unseat that for me. Yeah, Gone Home, Gone Home is definitely the best, uh, like... <laughs> game like that IMO uh yeah like I hate the t- I hate the term walking simulator because it's so derogative and normally uses like slander but like th- that genre of game like gone home is just so good yeah and also mm-hmm. like I god I got to go into that knowing nothing about it and it was such a same, nice time. Same. And then I got to... I was so... Ex- I was, like, so anticipating, like, a fucking ghost or something to pop out around every goddamn corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like... Yeah, I don't know. I really like uh, being, not, like, told things about a game that are not completely accurate. <laughs> like stuff like Auctions yeah. Free, where it was just like, oh, this is a game about, like, siblings. And I'm like, okay, that's okay, I guess. I'll check that out for, like, ten bucks. Uh... Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh no, actually, this is like kind of scary and fucked up. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've actually heard of Oxen Free, but nothing about horror in yeah. Oxen Free. <laughs> so um, it's very interesting to hear. Maybe I'll uh, yeah. <laughs> invest another, it and check it another, out. Another like adventure horror game, which actually, I guess, like now we're starting to get more of a return. Oh, no, I'm now re- realizing more of a return of, like, horror adventure games, because, uh, Night in the Woods is also a game that's, like, a 2D adventure game, uh, coming out. What, mm-hmm, was, that, what mm-hmm. was that, like, really well-received at the time horror adventure game from, like, the late 90s that had, like, H.R. Giger shit? Um, oh, Dark Seed. Dark Seed, that one, yeah. Yeah. That's, um... Very good at the, very well received at the time, but, um, seems, doesn't hold up whatsoever. Yeah, it seems kind of bad. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I mean, Dark Seed, the, the best thing to come out of Dark Seed, honestly, is the Red Supre playthrough of it, because it's just really fucking funny. Oh, I haven't seen that. Um, it's, it's good. It's like an hour total. Like, I'd recommend watching it. They also, they also did one of Dark Seed 2, which is infinitely funnier, in my opinion. I didn't but know there was, was like Dark Seed 2. What's that? I didn't know there was a dark scene too. There was. It's bad. Oh, that sounds like that's probably really <laughs> It's very bad. Okay, so we've talked about video games enough. This is not video game hell. This yeah. is actually fear. Uh, <laughs> so so now- what did we watch? Artemis, Artemis, you're in you're in control. We will, you 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 talk about the plot. What did we watch tonight? What did we do? What did we, what are we, we watched doing? uh we watched Silent Hill. The, when did it come out? 2005? 06. 2006. 06. Okay. Uh, the 2006 uh, horror movie, which is an adaptation of the first game in the series, which is the game that is about uh, Harry Mason, a uh, random dad dude with an adopted daughter who uh, crashes his car uh, driving on his way to a vacation in Silent Hill. Uh, he ends up in Silent Hill where... Uh, Cheryl runs off and everything is covered in fog and there's monsters and he runs into Sybil Bennett, who I love. Um, and then, uh, shit, he finds out shit, possibly, kind of. It's very hard to actually discern the plot of the first Silent Hill game just from playing <laughs> Silent Hill. Um, it's not, I have a, I have a very soft spot for it. Uh, but, uh, this, uh, this movie is not that game. Like this movie had this movie had 
really good visuals for most... Like, from when it was, like, trying to do horror shit, the visuals were very good. Yeah. And the soundtrack... The soundtrack was Yamaoka, right? Uh, yeah, it was, it was... A lot of it was just, like, ripped from Silent Hill, like, 3, Yeah, so, like, that's good as well, but, like, this movie was not good and the plot was incomprehensible and it was about a half hour too yeah. long. Also, they, like... Okay, so... Silent Hill 1's story centers around abuse. Abuse of this, like, girl who, uh, her mom, uh, basically was, like, the leader of this cult and was like, hey, I'm going to just make my child suffer so that she can, uh, develop enough, like, hate and anger in her so that she can birth God. Um, and in this movie, they decide to change that to, oh, the entire town is witch burners and they think that she's a witch, uh, Which, like, completely... Like, I think you... I remember you saying that, like, it just completely removes the onus of responsibility from, like, anyone? Yeah, like, in the... Like, okay, so there's the entire scene with the, like, the flashback to her getting, like, bullied in school, and, like, it's all, like, oh, it's, like, very religiously coded. Everyone's in these, like, mm-hmm. school uniforms, and everyone's, like, saying she's a witch. And no, actually, in the game, she was just kind of weird, and everybody hated her <laughs> in school, because yeah. she was, mm-hmm. like, the weird... A uh, girl, um, and just like, yeah. So that like that sort of just completely takes away any resp- like personal responsibility anyone could have. Um, and then like, yeah. <laughs> and then stuff happens uh, later that just makes me angry. Uh, uh, we'll go over mm-hmm. the plot of the, well, we'll go over like a, a brief synopsis of this plot in a little bit. But the thing that like really bugged me about this movie is that like. I absolutely hate the anything where a cult is responsible for anything because, like, it's but in horror explicitly. Like, I don't mind it when cults are responsible for whatever, but like, cults in horror movies just completely ruin things for me ninety percent of the time. Just because, like, the point of a like a horror is so much about isolation, but the fact, like, especially Silent Hill as a series is just so about isolation, and the presence of just like this. 60 person cult just like okay they're not alone anymore like they're with some kind of fucked up people but like there's no yeah loneliness yeah and also dolly mm-hmm. is not like const- constantly uh shouting at everyone about <laughs> like about like what uh the main characters need to do uh which is also a thing that i'm kind of missing because dahlia in the game was uh sort of ridiculous in a very charming way like this game seems not this game this movie seems to at some points uh try to like do some hamminess uh a little bit mm-hmm. but it never goes uh far enough with that unfortunately uh if mm-hmm. that's what it wanted to do mhm mhm um, a thing I noticed a lot about this movie, um, the only Silent Hill game I've played is part of Silent Hill 2, but also by, it's by pretty culturally significant. By which you mean five minutes of Silent Hill 2. Yeah, exactly. But it's also pretty culturally significant, yeah. so like I feel like I know a lot about mm-hmm. it, um, or a fair amount about it, you know, the icons of it. Um, and it, uh, this movie felt a lot like it like wanted to do Silent Hill 2, but it couldn't because of some sort of it's, reason. Yeah, like, I don't... It's like it felt. It felt like they just like wanted to adapt the dopest shit from Silent Hill Two and just like, like just kind of it, built around that. It has a very. Um, it's not even that. It's more of a just like it has an aesthetic fascination with the original games, uh, but does not care too much about the original substance and is more concerned with its like, uh, like, get like religious homophobia allegory that it's got going on. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know. That's what that's what I decided uh, it was about uh, before we recorded while I was in the shower. <laughs> so um, that seems to be you heard it here first. Yeah, that seems to be what's uh, going on. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, to some degree, I think. Um, because I, I, we have, instead of um, um, wh- whoever the male protagonist of the game is. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Um, we have uh, his, like, wife, who I think, like, the equivalent of his wife, who I believe in the games is, yeah, is dead. Yeah, she's, she's, so... she's just not around. She's... She's just not, yeah, him. so that's weird, <laughs> A. Um, and then, and then um, we get to see Harry, the, like, Harry, the person who would actually be Harry Mason uh, throughout the rest of the film just kind of show up sometimes. Yeah, like, okay, we were talking about this, but the guy's name is Chris, I have the Wikipedia page open, the guy's name is, the guy, the character's name is Christopher Da Silva, and we were talking about this, you could cut his presence from this movie entirely and nothing would change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally nothing and, would change. He has... So let's go. Let's take a brief synopsis of the plot. So um, Rose is like Rose and Chris, their daughter is like having some fucked up problems and like night terrors and shit. And she almost walks off a cliff. And then Rose tackles her. And then why do they go to Silent Hill again? Uh, because is it, is the it, girl it because... was like screaming Silent Hill. Right, right, right. Silent in, Hill. In, her night, in her in her night terrors, um, fucking Sharon was like Silent Hill. And then Rose was like, all right, let's fucking go to Silent Hill. So she leaves, like, she leaves Christopher behind, I guess? Because Chris doesn't want to go. Yeah, and then fucking, they they fucking swerve, crash, knock wait, wait, out. Wait, 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 you forgot. Phone. You forgot. On their way to oh, Silent right, they Hill, the they, they encounter uh, a, one Sybil Bennett, a police officer from Brands, the next town, o- town over. Um... <laughs> Right. That's how she introduces herself <laughs> in the game. That's why I've been saying that constantly. Um, she uh, she sees uh, uh, Rose interacting with Sharon, who is not Cheryl <laughs> from the original game. Um, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Chernobyl. Sh- Chernobyl. Uh, our, my darling daughter, Chern- Chernobyl. Um, <laughs> that's Flair's that's, that's drag persona. <laughs> um... So, so yeah, Sybil Bennett sees uh, Rose and Sharon uh, having a like issue because Sharon's freaking out because she uh, apparently in her sleep uh, fucked up her own drawing. Um, so that was probably uh, spirit ghosty stuff. Um, and so Sybil's immediate uh, thought is, okay, these people are suspicious. And then she starts like tailing uh, Rose. And Rose is... Uh, main like her her idea is okay i'm gonna just like keep going <laughs> just fight mm-hmm. this cop behind yeah <laughs> i'm gonna and then she fucking and it reminds me of this uh, i mentioned this during the when we were watching it but it reminded me of this uh this quora question that i saw recently that just said if i drive past a cop at 130 miles per hour should i keep going <laughs> <laughs> according to rose uh yes that's yeah i guess so yeah that logic checks out. Yep. Yeah. Um, so then, like, she swerves, crash, knockout, phone ring 3 a.m., you say Silent Hill, I wake up and my daughter is gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, also, yeah. this actually, that, okay, so that crash actually had one of the cool little, like, nods to the game that I kind of liked, because there's no, like, radios present throughout the game, or uh, not the right, game, throughout yeah, the yeah. movie, uh, but... Because one, one, one of the big things about Silent Hill is, like, an obscuring of information, which was, like, partially due to the gra- partially due to, like the graphic limitations of the time, right? Like, that's why the fog was there, because they couldn't use so much draw distance, right? Yeah, um, and so, and one of the issues that there uh, was coming with that was the fact that you could not fucking see enemies, like, anywhere around you, and you had no, like... Hmm situational awareness and so they made it so that all right whenever there's like a monster near the um the uh radios radios start going weird um and so as she like when she's like getting to silent hill and right before the crash she like notices that her radio is going on the fritz um Mm -hmm. and that was Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. that was a cool little nod that i enjoyed Mm -hmm. (laughs) that that was like the last thing you enjoyed about the movie besides Sybil. Sybil, Sybil, the, the actress they got to play Sybil though is like, she is Sybil. Look, who is she? Who is she? Her her name is Lori Holden. Who else is she? Why does that name sound familiar to me? She was she was in she was in the Shield. All right, the Shield. <laughs> the Shield. That move. That that show with Walking Break. Michael Chiklis. No idea. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know things. <laughs> I, have, huh. I have no cultural. I thought awareness. the I thought the shield was like a cultural mainstay. Uh, <laughs> apparently not. I don't. I, apparently, I don't know shit about shit. I'm just gonna fuck go fuck myself. <laughs> I mean, none of us do. Do any of us know anything? Nobody knows shit about anything. No. If you know shit, fuck you. Um. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. So what happens next? Um, in the movie, so for, a lot of monsters, basically. Yeah, like it's so basically the plot is just like Rose is wandering the town looking for um, Sharon, and Sybil is like looking with her, and um, like Christopher is also wandering the town, but it's an alternate version of it, and it's like fucking oh wow, this isn't the same town, but it's the same town, but what? Yeah, there's a lot of like play with uh dimensions i guess uh in the yeah. movie where like oh the characters are in like the the foggy world uh mm-hmm. but the like people the the husbands in the like normal world and then like sometimes rose gets sent to the um dark world uh and so there's like lots of like transitioning yeah. between those and the transitions between the uh fog world and the dark world are like really well done <laughs> mm-hmm. that, was, that was one of the also really really spot on things about the movie but again that's like a very uh, aesthetic thing because uh, yeah. like mm-hmm. okay so they have like one of the first things like first monsters okay actually also the uh, opening to Silent Hill 1 is perfectly recreated actually within the like mm-hmm. around the like 15 or 10 minute mark uh, with that mm-hmm. like section where uh, Rose is like wandering around with the lighter uh mm-hmm. through like the the lighter which is pow- the lighter which is stronger than a torch yeah fuck yeah zippos <laughs> zippos are pretty great <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a zippo uh her hand would uh, probably this week get, is sponsored by zippo hand would <laughs> yeah this podcast isn't sponsored by zippo yeah <laughs> um <laughs> uh so yeah that's another thing that they got pretty right in here uh not not 
so right. The fact that uh, the the like main enemies of Silent Hill Two are in this as well as Pyramid Head. I well, yeah, <laughs> but like that's been a problem with Silent Hill ever since Silent Hill Two yeah. because. Pyramid Head and the sexy nurses have just been, like, so... They became so iconic for the series, which is unfortunate because those two things represent very specific things in Silent Hill 2. I yeah. don't know what they represent, okay. but I know that they represent something. Okay, so I guess... All right, we should give, like, I guess, like, full context of, like, what this story is about uh, before decrying the uh, creatures. Uh, this mm-hmm. movie is about uh, Sharon uh, being burned at the stake or not Sharon, it was Alessa, who is a... Alessa, right. Who is the original Sharon. <laughs> um, Sharon 1. OG Sharon. Uh, Sharon Zero. Sharon 1. Point, the beta version of Sharon. The alpha version of Sharon. Yeah. Open, open beta, Alessa. So the, yeah, so basically, uh, Sharon, after, after being... Uh, or Alessa, after being, like, abused... Uh, or not even abused by her mom. Her mom wasn't even abusive in this one. She was just uh, kind of like weird. going along with the, the town, and also, uh, God, also there was like that weird like sexual assault stuff that happened with the lesson that I also didn't like that. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's not fun. Um, uh, so like Sh- Sharon's or uh, Alessa's had like a rough life, and then her mom's like, "Hey, kid, guess what? Time to like get burned at the fucking stake because you're a little witch." Um, and so then that happens, and then something fucks up because everybody's like, "Wait a minute, this is kind of this is kind of fucked up that we're doing this." And then, um, uh, and then Alessa's uh, like kept alive though for some reason. I'm not sure why. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that actually makes no sense in this movie. <laughs> like, like, right. in, the, in the game, she was kept alive by uh, Dahlia uh, because. Dahlia wanted her to, like, you know, be in pain constantly so that she could birth God. And then, like, she could... And then Alessa could not birth God without having her, like, full self, which was her, like, clone that she made, that she sent out into the wild to get picked up by Harry Mason and then get raised with Harry Mason for years. Um, (laughs) And in this one, it's just like, yeah, she just kind of set the whole town on fire. While while she was still alive and breathing, uh, fucked up if true. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and I guess I can't tell if they're like making the town another entity or if Alessa's just supposed to be the like is is Alessa is the reason that the town is haunted and fucked up now completely. Alessa is the, Alessa is the manhook hand car door. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um... <laughs> In the original game, it was like more. She was a conductor for the uh, for the god. So she was like a uh, a Regan from Exorcist. Yeah, um, and like she was not the source. Of the, she was not the source of the evil. She was just the conduit through which it was pro- professed. Yeah, and so like that's the reason that in the original game, like, and like at the start of the movie, you see all of those like little like almost like children looking things with like that are covered mm-hmm. in like embers. Like those are from the. Mm-hmm game and are supposed to be like the things that you see in the school that like represent like (laughs) the uh fucked up things that like all the other kids did to Alessa at school um and then like right 
And then there was the nurses that uh, looked like they're basically puppets. Um, let me see if I can find a picture of the Silent Hill 1 nurses, because those are honestly, like, some of the scariest fucking monsters I've ever seen. Um, yeah, we, we can vamp for a little bit while, we, while you do that. Okay. <laughs> Alright, play. let's fucking vamp. Vamp? It's, it's me, Dracula. What's Oh. That? Are we role playing or? I, I don't really know. I, 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 I'm here to suck your blood doing a fucking blindfold speed run of Symphony of the Night. Okay. Luna, you can't just yeah. say things. Um, you can't tell me yeah, what to okay. fucking do. Okay, <laughs> so this is, this is like, these are the original nurses. They're these, like, just, they look like they have giant fucking growths on their back that are controlling them. It looks so cool. And then it, they're like, in this movie, they're like, I don't fucking know, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Actually, I wonder if they uh, they justified having the sexy nurses because of the, like, sort of, like, oh, this being a witch is basically a stand-in for being gay, I guess, in this, like, metaphor about religious homophobia. Um, mm-hmm. It certainly led to so it some titties. Subplot <laughs> romance between Rose and Sybil. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, it would be it, no. It would see like all the monsters in the first game are like influenced by uh, uh, Cheryl's experiences and also some of her interests because there's like some pterodactyls that are flying around and it's just like eh, she really liked like. Uh, fuck Brave New World or something like that. I don't think it was actually Brave New World. It was something involving like monster like dinosaurs um mm-hmm. i don't think brave new world listen was that listen i don't know my classic literature <laughs> brave new world did not have di- I, I don't think i ever read brave new world but i remember brave new world having like yellow pills that made you happy i think like and- brave new world is about how like communism is fucked up and evil or something secretly i don't i don't know that sounds about right probably yeah um yeah, so, like, but in this one, it's like, oh, well, there's Pyramid Head. That can kind of work, I guess, if, she, like, Cher or Alessa saw, like, Pyramid Head, or, like, saw a picture of Pyramid Head, the Red Executioner, um, and was like, yeah, that's, like, sure a thing that I want my, like, all of the people who did horrible shit to me to, like, face off against. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's, basically, it's, like, put places more... It also it places more uh, the ga- the movie places more emphasis on uh, Cheryl's anger and not so much the fact that she's just like kind of a girl who's like suffering. It's like okay, well she's the reason she's the source for all of the like fucked up shit happening, not just like the town being kind of fucked up and creepy, and also everybody around her was being awful. Uh, it's just like oh no, it's the cults is the true evil here and she was and Mm -hmm. she like and Alessa like fucked up and like killed a bunch of people but like that's (laughs) yeah I don't know it's weird I don't like this movie I don't like looking at the uh the other Silent Hill movie Silent Hill Revelation 3D aka Shred if you abbreviate it um and um Sharon Da Silva and her father Christopher Da Silva um, they are in the movie that in in the re- in the Silent Hill Revelation 3D they are hiding behind the aliases of Harry and Heather or Heather and Harry Mason. Seriously? So like they're just like they're just like oh yeah these are our names now. But how did they get like how did how did Heather exist there? How did she, how did her and I'm her mom get out of the sure. fog world? 
I don't know. Uh, it's like... <laughs> yeah, like, that's such a, like, weird thing to come out of left field that was not required? It has right. a 5% approval rating on Rock. <laughs> Fucking good. We have to bring Artemis back at some point. We have to bring Artemis back at some point for this garbage movie. I'm gonna. That's gonna be a lot more of like because I wanted to like this one. Honestly, the fact that they made like Harry into a lady was kind of a thing that I was into. Like, it's like it it was sort of like weird because like the reasoning was like, oh well, this is a story about like mothers and like children and stuff. So, like, it makes more sense for the main character to be, like, a lady. And it's like, yeah, true. But also you took away the, like, responsibility of uh, this child's abuse from the mother. uh, Mm -hmm. And then replaced it with, like, this, like, you know, like, this, like, amorphous, like, religious persecution uh, thing. And then added, like, some uh, CSA stuff in the movie, which was not, like, cool. No, not at all. Yeah. So is that is that the movie? Are we through? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I think so. I think essentially, so. Let, yeah. Uh, let's just let's just call it's it. It's a fucking um, a- trash pile that like looks kind of good at first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's on, a lot of nonsense. On a scale of zero to five, uh, Blair, help me come up with a good scale for this one. Like, give me a good like rating scale for this one. Help me out. Uh. Uh, sexy nurses. <laughs> on a zero, on a scale of zero to five, out of place sexy nurses. How many out of place sexy nurses do you give this film? One, but dismembered. I like it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Blair, <laughs> that's very creative. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, like someone, when I would say like one and a half or like two and a third of like fucking like pinheads, like. When we were watching Hellraiser uh-huh. and stuff like that, like, like half of a pinhead. Wow! Just like, even I guess I really didn't really consider the scale. repercussions of that. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give this like, I really liked a lot of the visuals that were going on in this. Like, I think like coming at this from someone who doesn't know Silent Hill from Adam, I think this is. I don't think that, I like. I think this doesn't even stand alone as a very good horror movie, but the visuals were cool. So I'm gonna give it like. A half a point for that, so like, it seems like 0.75 out of place sexiness. It seems like the entire thing would have been a lot better if not for like trying to do the religious angle. There were like, mm-hmm. there were like a few, like, if they had done like three things different, this movie would have been like much better, but those three things were like major, major yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's way too long. Yeah. 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 If I had not watched this movie with any sort of context, um, I probably maybe would have gave, given it like a two and a half. Oh, I, you know, I wouldn't best. even have gone that high. I was just like, like the thing that really takes it down for me is how complete. Like, we went the entire like I mentioned Christopher like twice at the top of our synopsis, and we did not come back to him whatsoever. Like, yeah, completely I'm, I'm useless. At the Wikipedia page right now, and let me see. Hmm. <laughs> What's the fun trivia? That's the fun trivia. The, the, the fun trivia is, uh, told to stop investigating under the threat of incarceration, Christopher returns home. That is the last you hear about Christopher until the epilogue of the movie in, this, in the Wikipedia synopsis. God. That is, there are, yeah. there are four paragraphs between that last mention of Christopher and the end of the synopsis. And it just so happens if you took mentioned. out like, all the parts with him in it, you'd probably get like more like an hour and a half movie instead of two hours. 
Yeah. The, the, the best thing about that is that the way he's placed into the movie is so perfect to just be edited yeah. out. Yeah. Like, perfectly placed into the movie to be removed from the movie because oh, you could on, cleanly like, remove him. Back, I, I, found a better, I thought of a better rating scale. Sure. Okay, sure. On a scale of zero to five Sybil Bennett gay haircuts. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's much better. Sybil Bennett Bush oh. haircuts. I'm still giving it, like, uh, 0.75. Uh, oh, true, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably, like... Anyways. I would probably I'd, give it I'd about give, the same, I'll though, give it a one, one just or... because uh, Sybil is uh, pretty great. Oh, also, I didn't get to, like, explain, like, okay, so the thing that happens to Sybil in this is uh, she gets, like, set on fucking fire. Which, like, yeah, well, like, good. really fucked up how this, like, butch lady, uh, is, like, the one who she gets, like, f- really fucked Literally up. Literally You get to gruesomely see her, like, roasting. Um, and mm-hmm. the... It's not good. And it doesn't have the same sense of, like, tragedy that it had in the first game, where her death was, uh, actually, Harry ends up, like, meeting her at a park... And it turns out that she has started to be controlled by uh, some essence of the town. Um, and whether or not you have the antidote on you, uh, de- like, determines whether or not you can, like, throw it at her and then uh, save her from uh, being this uh, fucked up monster that wants to murder you. Um, save her from the nothing she's become. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know, like, that, like, there was, like, if she, like, showed up when she shows up there there's more of a sense of tragedy like she's like the one like yeah. friendly she's one of two friendly people who's shown up in this game uh yeah and both like, of them Sybil Sybil's death just felt like they included it for uh, like in order to adhere to the plot of the game even though they just kind of like threw it it wasn't even that it was just like it felt like kind of brutal and mean like they wanted to like make you like like she was the example that they made like, she's the example of, like, oh, this is how fucked up and evil these, like, people are. They're, like, set in this yeah. lady on fire. This lady with these leather pants and, and <laughs> pixie cut. Um, yeah. Right. So, that was Silent Hill. Um, don't watch it. Yeah, it's fucked up and bad. Or do. I don't know. <laughs> we can't no, stop just you. No, like, yeah, fucking do it. <laughs> like, if you really just go, want pl- to... Just go place... Just go watch a Let's Play of Silent Hill 1 and just, like, enjoy yeah, yourself. Yeah, re- do a Let's Play of Silent Hill 1, then, like, if you want to, try playing Silent Hill 3. It's a really good game, and it's about a, like, sort of apathetic teenage girl who uh, is uh, being chased down by a cult, and uh, fucking Claudia Wolf is great. Fucking uh, Vincent, he's also one of the villains. There was also no... Um, Within the Silent Hill games, they seem to do, like, a, like, dualism to the religious, like, when it, like, comes to this stuff, there's, like, the person who's, like, religious, and the person who's, like, not religious, but is still complicit within this, like, awful organization. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. in the first game, there was Kaufman, who was a doctor, who was, like, interested in, like, trying to do this weird cult bullshit. Um And eventually, by the end, he kind of gets redeemed, but also he dies because he deserves it. <laughs> um, and then uh, in Silent Hill 3 there's Vincent who's uh, the I think he's like basically the secretary the dude who handles the money uh, for the for the for the cult and he's only interested in money uh, and I think he dies too I hope he dies he better die he's a shit <laughs> I hope he dies I hope we all die yeah yeah, yeah Silent Hill 3 is like legitimately one of my favorite movies 
uh, not one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite games, uh, like, just cause, like, I don't know, that was, that was, it was really cool when I was, like, 15 and, uh, questioning myself, and, uh, the mm-hmm. whole being a dude thing, uh, playing this game about this, like, really rad teenage girl, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah, I love Silent Hill. <laughs> Alright, well, with that, um, I think we're going to go ahead and move on to our recommendations. Uh, Blair, what you got lined up for us this week? Um, um, In the midst of, like, Pokemon Go coming out and stuff, and as someone who doesn't play Pokemon, I'm going to suggest a different one from the same, like, company, or, like, person who makes apps. It's like another ARG called Ingress. Okay. It's been out for a while. Yeah, that was their um, that was their like first thing and no one gave a shit. Yeah. And then Pokemon Go came out with one fifth of the features and everyone's like, Fuck Yeah, um I like Ingress a lot more. <laughs> um uh, I haven't been into it recently because I don't live in a very populated area mm-hmm. right now because and so it's kind of hard to like same thing with Pokemon Go, like, if you don't live in a super populated area with a lot of, like, landmarks and stuff like that, it's kind of harder to, like, do shit. Yeah, there's no, um, like, it's a 30-minute drive to get to anything for me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, it's, it's, it's basically the same sort of concept, but, uh, it's, I don't know, it's really fun, and, like, if you like Pokemon Go, you're probably gonna like this, too. Uh, it's kind of like a... Like a secular version of Pokemon Go, I guess. Without the animal abuse right. implications if, involved in Pokemon, if yeah. that is the thing that makes you uncomfortable, uh, you can play Ingress, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh, my recommendation this week is, um, should I just, I literally just had it in my head, and I cannot fucking Okay, I'm gonna go with a backup. Uh, I'm gonna go with okay. Voltron Legendary Defender, the new Voltron series that got put on Netflix a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not very far into it, but it's really, really good, and so far at least, and it's animated by the same people who did Avatar Last Airbender and Legend of Korra, oh, which mm, I've noticed that, yeah. I love, and it's really funny, and it's really cute, and all the characters are great so far, and I really, really like it. And even as someone who, like, wasn't really big into Voltron, like, I didn't really give it, I, I only knew about Voltron from, like, a couple of comic books I read when I was, like, six. So, like, mm-hmm. I just, like, stumbled onto it and was like, oh, what's this? This seems cool. And it was pretty cool. So, nice. that's my recommendation. Um, Artemis, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because you listed, like, 50 video games in the first 10 minutes, I'm gonna ask that you don't pick a video game for your recommendation. Alright, good. Actually, because, uh, <laughs> what I'm gonna do is even more shameless. I'm going to, uh... <laughs> I'm going to plug. No, you can plug. You can plug your podcast separately. This is no, not, it's not even that. Not it's uh, my partner's uh, comic, Dropout. It's really fucking oh, good. Sure. Yeah, Dropout's really fucking good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I had no idea your partner was the one who did Dropout. I haven't read it, but I've like been thinking about it because like everyone I know is so. Oh my gosh! It, you know? Seriously? Oh, that's yeah. Great. I'm gonna have to tell him to make sure to listen to this uh, podcast. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, pitch Dropout. What's what's Dropout about? Uh, it's about, uh, two girlfriends, uh, who decide, like, hey, uh, I'm not too hot on this living thing. Uh, and so they make a suicide pact to jump off of, uh, the Grand Canyon. Um, I kind of talk about this in a very delighted way, which is, uh, probably not the best thing, but it's, like, it's a really... <laughs> It's all. It's really good. It's really, really good. Uh, my partner is like <laughs> so good at like creating these very likable characters with uh, really mm. relatable dialogue, and like it's it's essentially uh, going through and like 
their road trip basically to the Grand Canyon and like talking them like talking about like what is causing them to do this why why would they want mm-hmm. to why would they want to kill themselves um Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, strong themes for like suicide and drug use and yeah. abuse and a whole lot of shit. Um, but it's like really great. And also, you know, if you like it a lot, my partner also does uh, stuff on Patreon. Uh, they're doing like these monthly comics that are uh, like as they're being made are uh, available to patrons and then. Uh, once they're finished, I think it's going to be like a month before they're out to the public. So like, sure, you'll sure. still nice. see those eventually. Uh, the most recent one was about, uh, they got some birds uh, named uh, Rain and Bailey, and I forget what their one dude character is. They only have one dude character. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dallas, that's his name. and He's an asshole. I hate him. Um, <laughs> he's- oh, I heard my other recommendation. Oh. Sorry to interrupt. Do you mind if I... Uh, go for it. I was basically done. Anyway, yeah, go read. Okay, go read, yeah, so my it. other recommendation is another webcomic, which is what led me back to this. Uh, it's called Goodbye to Halos. Oh, yeah. Halos. Mm-hmm. Goodbye to Halos. Halos. It's by uh, Valerie Halla, and it's about um, a lot of... lot of It's a lot, about a lot of furries, and there's a lot of gay shit, and there's a lot of trans shit, and it's very, very good and cute, and Valerie has an amazing art style. And I recommend it. It's just, yeah, it's goodbye to Halos. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, also, like, the main character, like, everyone in my ar- my partner's art is all furries. Everyone's a furry. Um, yep. That's also a really great <laughs> yeah. thing. Uh, the main character dropout, uh, the main characters are uh, Sugar Glider and she's, I think Sugar is a s- Sugar Glider and also something else mixed. Uh, I can't remember exactly. And then Lola is a snail fur, is what, what they're called. I love it. Yeah. All right, nice. so that is the podcast. Three people, four recommendations. We'll list them in the show notes in case you forgot, because I forgot what they are, but I'll find them when I re- when I re-listen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, um, let's just do some quick housekeeping. If you want to reach us for any reason, you want to send a question, you want to just chat with us, just whatever, hit us up on Twitter, at Fearbaiting. Hit us up on Tumblr, fearbaiting.tumblr.com. Hit us up in Gmail fearbaiting at gmail.com I can be found on chiesatanakas.tumblr.com or at grandpa piss which I really need to change if I want to like profess even an air of professionalism <laughs> I mean professionalism is kind of overrated uh, you can <laughs> you can uh, find me um, on twitter at Blair Kitsch uh, it's just my name B-L-A-I-R-K-I-T-S-C-H or on Tumblr uh, at postnight805, that's P-O-O-S-T-N-I-G-H-T, uh, 805.tumblr.com. Um, Artemis, where can people find you? Um, I can be found on Tumblr at BaphometKex, uh, all one word, uh, .tumblr.com. Uh, and then also on Twitter as KexHealthSpawn. I sometimes am there, sometimes. Uh, also, I do streaming. At Tetsuan Kex, at we'll Twitch. Link it. We'll link yeah, it in that's the, uh, in the... yeah, that's a thing. Um, yeah, and uh, video game hell. Oh yeah, video game hell. That's the thing I do. That's the podcast I do with Avo uh, No Problems and Cecilia Jazzcat. Um, it's, it's a good podcast. Yeah, good people. Good people. Love... Smart talking. <laughs> both of my both of my co-hosts are like infinitely more interesting than me. Um, 
But we also we also have a very diverse. Well, who's the one guest starring on another fucking podcast? <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, like you're guest starring on this, and Ava was on fucking Woodland Secrets, so like. <laughs> yeah. Um. Someday we'll be up there. Someday, fucking, we'll have Mary Kay on the show one day. I promise you, can, you that. You can do it. I believe in you. This is a good podcast. It's like it's really good. It's just it's. I'm glad. I'm very glad. Good. All right, so. Uh, I'm Luna. I am Blair. This has been Fear Baiting. See you guys next week. And just remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. (laughs) Good night, everyone. (laughs) Yeah.